Everybody and welcome to episode 78 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. We're going to talk about nerdy things, but first I'm going to introduce my nerdy co-host, Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil Jeff. Hey, what's going on? It's me, Evil Jeff, the nerd. Evil Jeff, how are your allergies? We are changing seasons, and I know things get typically bad for you because you are such a nerd. That is true. Actually, my boyfriend is sick, so I'm just literally just counting down the days until I am sick again. Oh, good. That's what happens well, you when sound you date much someone. better. Well, that's when you... D- oh, thank you. When you date someone and they're sick, you basically just look at them being like, "I'm that's going to happen to me. You yeah. know? And, and then it happens to them, and then it happens to you. Basically, mm-hmm. being in a relationship is just a cycle of getting viruses. Yeah. You just hope it's ones that can be cured. And on that willing. light note. Well, it's April. Welcome to April, everybody. And with April come showers. Golden and, showers. And that's right. We're being peed on with glorious things. There, April is a huge month if you like sci-fi. There is so much fucking... It's sci-fi coming out the yin-yang. Like, Just a, a golden treasure trove showering us with delicious tv and movies yeah yeah it's fucking crazy like we have buckle up it's spring yeah we have like a little thing called uh shazam uh coming out we have a thing called uh game of thrones coming out uh, we have Sabrina the Teenage Witch. We have uh, What We Do in the Shadows TV show with vampires coming out. We have Avengers Endgame coming out. We have it's everything. everything. What am I? What else A- am I then, missing? Oh my god! And then in May we're gonna have Agents of Shield season six coming out. We're going to have Swamp Thing on the DC streaming platform coming out. There's a ton. I. I I'm scared. It's too much. It's too much to keep track of. How are we going to do it? It's overwhelming, and I'm prone to falling apart. (laughs) Are you going to be okay? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, Killing Eve. Even things that aren't sci-fi. Just shows I love. Wait, I... Killing Eve season two. They did No, because it's killing. It's killing. It's a gerund, so it's ongoing. It's a gerund. It's, it's, a, it's a, a long, ongoing process. The new Bob Fosse, Fosse Vernon <gasps> TV show. If you're fucking oh gay, God. you're going to want to watch that as well. And if you're interested in, I don't know, art, maybe you're going to want to watch that too. Fuck yeah. All I'm saying is, is that there's so much shit coming out. It's like, I don't even know how we're going to keep up. We're going to have to not watch something. Um, speaking of things coming out, have you seen this trailer for the Netflix show The Silence? I that has the girl from movie. Sabrina in it, right? Yeah, and Zelda, and one of her aunts. I'm like, is this? It looks like a Quiet Place starring I, the Spellmans. Oh, I heard it was like a Quiet Place meets Bird Box. Yes. Um, I didn't see the trailer, but I like read what it was about. It's like a Quiet Place, but with bats. Yeah. 
do I do you think it looks good? Do you I mean, I did not like a quiet place if you remember. You didn't like a quiet place? No. What? Everybody liked a quiet place. Not me. Okay. I still haven't watched it yet. Still on my to-do list. I think it's trash. Jesus. Tell us how you really feel. Um, (laughs) Is it because of uh, Krasinski? Do you not like him? Part of it. Part of it. I didn't know he directed it when I was watching it. or like I had that knowledge in my brain somewhere. But when the credit came up at the end, directed by John Krasinski, I was like, oh, God, that makes so much sense. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. It's fine. I can't say whether you're right or wrong because I have not seen it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel like the the whole apocalypse thing. It's like we need something. It's it's just kind of been done to death now. Oh, you know what's been out now? That have you seen? Have you seen that? Uh, Love, Sex, and Robots. No, is that what how it's is called? That? Everyone. Okay, this is how crazy people are. I was at Trader crazy. Joe's. And the Trader okay. Joe's cashier was like, have you watched Love, Sex, and Robots yet? And I was like, oh, no. And he's like, it's the best show ever. It's the best show ever. Best show, best ever. show ever. And I'm like, okay. Best and then as ever. I was leaving, the next person, he's like, do you have best show ever, Love, Sex, and Robots? And I was like, are Love, Sex, and Robots going to trade? Like, are they paying for Trader Joe's employees to like pump up their show? Is that a new Probably. marketing gimmick? Uh, we I, I it. watched it. They're only like, like the first one was like six minutes. The next one was like 10 minutes. Oh. Like a lot of them are like really short and they're all just like little, like heavy metal. It, it's kind of like this yeah. was, yep. um, the first three, I was like, these are all pretty bad. Like not good at all. And then there was one where it was just a bunch of like redneck farmers dealing with an alien invasion. And that one was pretty kick-ass. And that was the last one I saw. So I haven't finished it yet. But so it's kind of hit or miss right animated, now. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's all okay. animation and different animation studios, different writers, different directors, completely unrelated. But uh, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. But yeah, there's just so a lot of, of shit going on. Yeah. And what else are you interested in out of all of them? I mean, I'm interested in Game of Thrones just because that's an event. I'm going to have friends over. Like, there's going to be a watch party. Everyone's going to be invested. It's the last season. Anyone could die. Do you watch Game of Let Thrones? Let me ask you this. So, no, but I've seen Game Ugh. of Thrones, right? Like, like I've got the gist. Like, I pretty much know enough. I feel like I know enough. I know, like, the whole brand thing, and he's got sight, and he can turn into, and he can move his consciousness into animals, and he mm-hmm. can time travel, and like, I know, you know, like Cersei's a bee and her brother's hot and they have sex and the Queen of Dragons, like she's Just all like boned her nephew, Jon Snow. Oh, right, 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 right. And it turns out that oh, they're weird. related. Yeah. Oh, weird. Oh, that's right. They that's don't right. know that. I saw yet, that. Oh, I love some dramatic irony. Uh, I love uh, dramatic incest. so does game of thrones well yeah that's why i'm there you know what it's like i go for the plot but i stay for the incest you know what i mean (laughs) Mm -hmm. i do it's incessant (laughs) i know about the ice dragon and like i saw i saw the dragon take down the wall yeah you know and so this so i know enough yeah 
I think I could watch the season without having watched seasons one through whatever. But you won't be invested, so you'll just be like Miss Bitter Betty being like, who cares? Whatever. <laughs> and that's different from everything else. I know. Wow. That is pretty much you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just like it that it's at this point, because it's past the books and it's the last season, literally anyone can die at any time. Do you subscribe to this theory I've read that Bran is going to turn into a dragon? Oh, I have a dragon and, and win the war. I have not heard that. I heard that he's the Ice King. I've heard that. Theory. I've heard that, too. Yeah. But all I know is it's leading to the spinoff. Which is uh, Game of Thrones 500 years earlier. Oh, God. Starring Miss Naomi Watts. Yeah, isn't that weird? Oh, okay. 500 years earlier, so they're going to be even grosser. Yeah. And speaking of uh, great casting, just completely unrelated, they're doing a new Hamlet done by a Coen brother starring Denzel Washington and Frances McDormand. And Frances McD. I am 100% there with her out-out damn spot. Oh my God, she is gonna lady. It's Hamlet. Yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> Hamlet. Hamlet. Oh wait, no, that's Macbeth. Out out damn Macbeth. Okay, sorry. Hamlet's Ophelia. Wait, yeah, she's not right. Ophelia. But, no, be the queen. Oh, bitches. She's a little too. Old. Oh, but she doesn't. She die too. They all fucking die. That's the whole point, right? Oh, everybody. Doesn't dies everybody at the, at the Hamlet? Everybody dies at the end. I'm just thinking Glenn Close and uh, Mel Gibson. That was a pretty good Hamlet. That was a good Hamlet. As That's one of my favorite lines from Clueless, where she was like, oh, you know Hamlet? She's like, well, I know Mel Gibson. And besides being an anti-Semite, he did this really cool movie. Um, It wasn't Hamlet who said that. It was that Polonius guy. Oh, that's the line, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so well, I'm excited. I'm personally excited for Avengers Endgame. Hello. Oh, yes. Anyone heard of it? Hell yeah. Hey, it's three. Like when I see somebody bitch about it being three hours long, I'm like, you are a weak person. Come on. I Give me five hours. Let's do this. Know what I wish? Know what I wish they would bring back, though? The intermission. They Maybe would. They, will. they did that in like a lot of movies had intermissions. I would love an intermission. I feel like it's been one long intermission from Infinity War to Endgame. Hello, yeah, you're like I'm you had all it. you had all that time to pee between between part exactly. one and part two. You have had plenty of time to pee, everybody. Uh, and then when does um, when does uh, what other Marvel movies are coming out? Dark Penis. Dark Penis. Dark Phoenix. Uh, when does that come? I mean, that's not a Marvel movie, but I think that's what you meant. Well, it's Marvel Comics. Yeah, it's Marvel-ish. Uh, that comes out June. All when right. does Spider-Man Far From Home come out? July? I think so. Listen, I can't wait to get more Gyllenhaal uh, in these trailers and in these in these advertisements and in the mm. hype. Let's start hanging our hats on some Gyllenhaal, everybody. I know. Let's uh, let's get another. I need to watch that Velvet Buzzsaw. No, oh, no, you don't. Did you see it? 
Oh, it's terrible. I know, but it seems like isn't he like gay and topless in it? Yeah, well, he's yeah, he's naked with a laptop on his area. Well, and then I'm sold. It's the most important shot in cinema history. (laughs) The movie's terrible, but the most important shot in cinema history is in it, and that is Jake Gyllenhaal naked in a chair. Uh, it no, it's fun. It's a fun movie. Like when the movie's over, uh, what's the guy's name? The guy that did Nightcrawler. When the movie's over, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm so sorry about the bad reviews you got for Nightcrawler, because that's clearly what this movie is about. Like, it is the most heavy-handed metaphor. Yeah. Like, like eye-rolling, you know, but... Well, it but does... Hey. It's one of those things where I was... I used to be deeply entrenched into the art world. Like, before I decided to go into, like, regular film stuff, I was more doing, like, video art and, like, and I was just doing the art gallery, Whitney Biennial, like, all of that scene. And it is very pretentious. But when people try to make fun of it, unless you actually understand it, it just seems a little, like, uh like obnoxious like you're making fun of something but you don't really even know what they're talking about i'd rather you i'd so do you feel like the people that the things that they were making fun of do you think that they actually knew art the person who wrote this or is he just like trashing it's it's it draws a clear line in the well it cuts a clear line through kind of the, the argument and that is clearly it is denouncing the people who profit from the art but don't make the art yeah. And it protects the people who make the art with no interest in profiting from the art. So that's where the, the line of good and bad is okay. in Velvet Buzzsaw. Yeah. And Tony Collette and Jake Gyllenhaal and Rene Russo, they're all people who profit from the art. And so they have to die. Clearly. Okay. Well, uh, one thing. I will say I did finally see us. <gasps> you did? Yes. Oh, we. Oh, so maybe. Hold on. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, 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 we. I always. Oh, I'm so good at it. Last week. We. Oh, we are going to watch. Talk about us. Did you hear? She had to apologize. Yeah. She had to apologize for doing a voice of someone who had a throat damage to people who were victims of throat damage well there is a um it's a it's a a condition that it's throat damage from trauma from psychological trauma but that's what her character had so i just don't understand why everyone got angry and said she had to apologize for doing a voice of a condition the character she had actually had Right, exactly. That's like someone being like, they chopped her leg off and now she's limping, making fun of people with one leg. You're like, what? I don't get it. I just, sometimes well, they, I don't. They weren't under- explicit. They weren't explicit that she had this condition. Well, that's so people, a twist. Like, it's part of the twist at the end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, so let's talk about the movie. Because it's the best, right? I had some problems with it. <gasps> oh! Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it was a less is more. The whole explaining everything at the end was stupid and we didn't need it. We did. The movie was so good by making it not just be spooky science fiction creepiness and trying to make it something real. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. Like the whole explanation, the whole explanation of what it really was, what these doppelgangers were 
didn't really make sense. And if they just made it that it was creepy, supernatural, spiritual stuff, that would have been fine. And you and you wouldn't have to have all that explaining, and it would have been yeah, creepy. Then you wouldn't have had the twist. No, you. I think the twist twist would be even creepier if she was like sucked into a hell dimension when she switched. Okay, are we giving away? We're giving it away because that's what we do at CBQ. Yeah. We spoil the <laughs> yes. movie. I feel like you just did. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> if you haven't watched us yet. Fuck you, we're going to spoil it, because that's what we no, do No, we here. definitely said we were going to talk about it. Totally, totally. Yeah, totally. so basically, right. in the end, it turns out that uh, the mom, Lupita, what's her name in the movie? Uh, her name is Adelaide. Adelaide, that she is one of the others. And that, because everyone, there's a doppelganger, an evil doppelganger. She's actually the evil doppelganger, and as a child, switched place, and took the good, real version, and threw her in the doppelganger world. Yes, the doppelganger is part of a, uh, a, a species of people uh, who were created in a lab called the Tethered. There is a carbon copy of, I, I think, everybody in the country. Which is just dumb. Well, they do open the movie by saying there are tunnels all over the place. Yeah, and that was dumb. That was dumb. Because that was setting up a whole other thing. It was dumb. It didn't need it. It did not need it. Everything else was so good. It did not need yeah. it. So my yeah. thing was like, I would like to just do another edit of it and just take things out. But everything else well, I loved. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I one of My favorite thing in horror is the final girl who fights back. Add final girl has kids or final girl is kid like in uh, Chucky. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is about like the son and daughter of the family horror like fighting the monsters. It mm. is like my biggest my biggest horror movie pleasure and this one i am so sorry i love these kids <laughs> love these kids so much when that kid kills his doppelganger by realizing that he can control him and walking mm-hmm. him backwards into the fire i was standing up and cheering do you hear do you know what the one theory going around is and i yes and i completely don't subscribe to it that the kid is switched to yeah, I think people just misread um, the the nonverbal acting at the end and came up with this theory. I think it's a theory based in projection and nothing. <laughs> there's nothing in the movie that I've, supports it. I think it's interesting. I just think it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I've got. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. Like the kid's face was burnt. How how could they have switched? Well, no, because he said last year I learned how to do this trick, but now he can't do it. And I'm thinking maybe he met that kid last year and he got burned and the other kids switched places with him somehow during that mm-hmm. event when he was doing the magic mm-hmm. trick. Yeah. It's, a, it's a lot of what ifs. Oh, but we're supposed to believe. Okay, here's my problem. So the tethered, do they all live underground in the town that you're in? Or is everyone in the yeah. country... It, okay, so when they drove yeah, the like hundreds, what's the, what's the if if they right. drove hundreds of miles to this vacation spot, how the fuck did the tethered get hundreds of miles to go to the vacation spot? Right. How? Like, there's things that did not make sense. Yeah. I didn't get it. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm I'm so good at ignoring details that, like, in life and in movies that that get in the way of my happiness. Mm-hmm. 
So I overlook all that stuff. Oh, I, sure. I mean, I, I, I sure, still think the movie is great. The country. Who cares? I, I think the movie is great. So, I mean, brava. And it is now the highest grossing film with a black female lead. With a black female lead. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. And also, I just and feel that this was like, this was the movie that you're like, how long ago did she win the Oscar? Yeah, for 12 years, right? Yeah, how long ago was that? Probably five years ago. Yeah, she. Why is she not have a million movies out now? Role? Yeah, like right. she's so good. Like, why does she not have a ton of movies? Because even you know that what? she was kind, she wasn't even that great. And not that she wasn't bad, but her character isn't the shine out in Black Panther. No, and she has no chemistry with. Uh, and then they made her a fucking Chadwick. little CGI character in. Uh, and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. She is phenomenal in this movie. Everyone was phenomenal in this movie. Everybody. Elizabeth and Moss? That... Tim Tim Heidecker? Oh, oh they're great. No wrong. He was perfect casting. That was that was incredible. Like when their doppelgangers showed up, I was like, okay, what? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I didn't see it coming. And yeah. I will say I didn't see the twist coming either. Me neither. And I get out, I figured it out immediately. When as soon as the maid oh, was yeah. looking at herself in the mirror, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. that's, a, that's an old that's an old white woman in there. Oh, I didn't figure that out immediately, but I knew that uh that that what's her name, that she was bad. Like from oh, totally. moment one. Well, I mean, it's her. Yeah. And she's awful. Yeah. And her Getting dad is a liar. Like that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Her dad is a liar who's now doomed to MSNBC. Ha ha. Yeah. Um, what fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Jordan Peele has got the new Twilight Zone coming out on the CBS streaming platform. Have you seen the trailers for that? Yeah, those. I'm excited for that because. Yeah, hell of a cast. Yeah, because I'm actually. There's a lot of these post-apocalyptic or like here's a dark version of reality tv shows that are going on right now and i feel like they're I'm, they're not very interesting so i'm really looking forward to his maybe being like a new fresh take of things and i'm yeah. very curious if it's going to be just rehashes of old ones like is the it one with look like it well the one is on the plane and that's one of the famous twilight zone ones that I thought that at first, like it was going to be Adam Scott seeing the monster on the wing, but um, in the trailer, there's more scenes from that, and like he's running around like office buildings and stuff too. It seems. Huh. At first, I thought it was going to be all on a plane. Maybe it's the same story, but they've added well, nuance scenes. I feel Jordan Peele is a master. And I'm very excited. I know what I think. I think him and I think he should direct something with um, like Donald Glover in it. Like, I think I think they should join forces for something amazing. I feel like because they're both masters of different genres. Yeah. uh, Outside of comedy, but they're both at heart comedians. Exactly. I mean, they're all the bits in us and even get out are like tight bits. They're Mm -hmm. they're all funny. It's always funny. Same thing with Donald Glover. Like just they're great. Ugh. All right, let's talk about some comic books. Comic books. 
Do you want to dive into um, some gross stuff like ew? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get it out of the way. Because mine's going to be real fast. Ew. I had, oh gosh, you know, to keep this show fresh sometimes, we need to widen our horizons and ugh, gross. Ew. Read DC books, which we've done for you this week. Ew. Ew. Uh, I'll go first because I think by the time this episode drops, it will no longer be. But right now, I believe, is the tail end of Batman's birthday week. Bruce Wayne is 80 years old. Looks great. Um, another milestone, Detective Comics hit number 1,000. Number 1,000. I mean, what a time to be alive. Detective Comics, 1,000. And, of course, the format was many short stories that somehow encapsulate a different part of Batman. Um, there's, a, there's a Scott Snyder story where Batman's finding clues of his oldest mystery, a mystery that he's been trying to solve since day one. Um, and he finally solves it, and it's actually the Guild of Detection playing a big long con on him. It's an induction ceremony, this big mystery. One clue leading to another over many, many decades. Finally, ba-boom, I've solved it. And there are all of DC Comics' greatest detectives. And they're like, Bruce, welcome to the club. That's one example. What other... And I'm si- Who else is there? I'm like the there question like, or something? Or wasn't the question, although that's good. Uh, it was like Elongated Man, Ralph and Sue Dibney, uh, Martian Manhunter, which I don't get. Uh, Hawk Eye and Hawk Girl, which I don't get either. Are they like... Are they like moonlighting on Hawk World? I mean, for, for birds, <laughs> I they? guess they're good. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they are for the birds. Um, oh, and my favorite, Detective Chimp. Wait, so I have a question, though. You're saying it's going through all these decades. How, I mean, but in the comic book, it's still, how old is Bruce Wayne supposed to be? Oh, yeah, no, I, I'm not sure. I mean, when I say, I mean, just spanning batman's whole career i okay. don't fucking know how long uh, he's been batman because dc keeps changing it i think yeah but there are some there's some good stories in here i mean the whole thing reads you know like a celebration of batman obvi um there uh is one that i really liked it's written by kevin smith yes that kevin smith and it's a story of batman going in disguise, going to a pawn shop and buying the gun that shot his parents. How did he find it? Um, through detective work. This is detective comics. Number one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, he just like, he tracks it down. Um, and he buys it and he winds up like Alfred's like, get that thing out of the back cave. Oh, it's awful. sir. And he's like, no, 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 it's not going to be awful by, by the time I get through with it. And, and then he, he fucks it. No, I'm just <laughs> I was just about to say that. He sticks it up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> he smelts it. Is that the right word? He, he, he like smelts it down to yeah, liquid yeah. molten metal. And he reforms it into, into a dildo. A, um, <laughs> into a dildo. And pleasures himself with it. It's insane. Um he forms a uh, like a chest plate, like a like a, a a thing to protect his heart that will go under his his like bat symbol. So it's like a plate that goes under his bat symbol that will protect his heart. So he's like this thing, this metal is the thing that took my heart away, but now it is the thing that will always protect it. 
Uh, Kevin Smith peaked at chasing Amy. <laughs> Shit, I say mall rats. <laughs> um, there's some fun stories. We've got a Paul Dini story. We've got a Warren Ellis story. Um, Peter Tomasi kind of makes like the, the big move of the book, which is uh, spoilers. Uh, the very last page, the very last story of um, introduces the Arkham Knight into DC Comics proper continuity. The Arkham Knight from the uh, p- video game. Ah, uh, I mean the Batman trilogy, the sure. Arkham trilogy of video games. Yep, yep. Uh, in the video game, which I've played, it's revealed that the Arkham Knight is none other than one Miss Jason Todd. Oh, what's she up to? Oh, that I thought isn't isn't Jason T- he's the Red Hood though right? Yeah, but in in the game they kind of took some liberties and and you know it was like Jason Todd is dead. No, he's back, but he's the Arkham Knight, not hmm. the Red Hood. Yeah. So um. Anyway, so in the very last page in a Peter Tomasi story, the Arkham Knight, who I I did, is not Jason Todd, um, debuts in Gotham, so that happened. Fascinating. So what do yeah. you what do you what, um, what do you, there's a lot what of good stories. It? I give it um I give it two oohs. Ew, uh, two oohs. Ew ew. All right. Not bad. For those of you new listeners, the lower the oohs, the better. Yeah. The more oohs, the more ooey it is. Yeah, right, exactly. Um so how about you? What'd you read? I read Action Comics. Trying to uh keep up with the Superman saga. And that's and, like at 1001, right? Yeah, yeah. Something. It's in the 1000. Like 1000. It's like 1008 or 9 or something. Anyway, it's. Damn, Clark. The woman from who formed the Suicide Squad, Viola Davis. Yes, Viola Davis. Whatever her name What's is her in name? the comics. Yeah, Isn't Amanda it? Waller. Amanda something, yeah. She apparently is being attacked with Lois Lane's father, who's also some big spy guy. Which I, I wasn't aware of. Anyway, uh, some big the some big bad is like killing everybody. Spies, CIA, and bad guys. Like he's like there's someone's like wiping out everybody, and they almost killed Lois Lane's father, and uh, he's in a hospital, and uh, and the question was there kind of keeping him safe and superman's like i'm glad you're here watching him i need to give you some backup though so i'm sending the wonder twins they're good people and he like flies off wait really yeah so i was like okay random what just throwing is in it, a what the wonder twins is in it, there yeah like is it wonder imprint continuity or are they are they different are they like more serious versions they didn't show up yet. You didn't see. But I was assuming oh. that was still... Wait, isn't that all still the same universe? I thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because they now are just interning at the at the Justice League. So that's probably why he's able to send that off. Look, I'm okay with this hard push on the Wonder Twins. I'm okay. But in the end... that But then uh, Amanda Wallace or whatever her name is at the Fortress of Solitude. And her and Lois Lane are just bitching at each other. And Lois Lane's punching her in the face and... And then uh, 
And then she and Amanda Wallace is like, she's just like, you know that he's Batman and you giving away his secrets. And she's like, bitch, I've known for not Batman, Superman. She's like, I've known Clark Kent was Superman for years. She's like, I've known forever. Well, you think I couldn't figure it out? Which then I which be, you know, behooves the question. How come everyone hasn't figured it out? Because they look the same. Hey, same thing with Batman. You know how much money that shit takes? It can only be Bruce Wayne, everybody. I know. And uh, but then fucking what's his name? Billy Olsen is there. Is that his, Jimmy Olsen? Jimmy. And he but then he's like, oh, Superman. Oh, what what happened to Clark? And then it's like and then they're like, oh, you fucking idiot. You still can't figure it out. Fucking idiots. Anyway, idiot, nothing yeah. really happened. That was all that happened. So I, it was kind of stupid. I give it. ew, ew, ew. Oh, my God. In Detective Comics 1000, there's a story about old Penguin, and, and he is um, talking about how he figured out that Batman was Bruce Wayne a long time ago, but he ch- never chose to do anything about it. Because that makes um, no sense. Because it, he needed, he just needed Batman to be the Penguin. Like, he just, he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to get rid of Batman. Hmm. And uh, so they finally reveal who old Penguin is saying this to and it's old Bruce Wayne in a wheelchair uh, who evidently cannot speak and Penguin goes so I just want you to know that I've known for years and the only reason you're alive is because I never did anything about it and then Bruce Wayne like sends an electrical current through his wheelchair and like electrocutes Penguin and he's like I know that you knew. I've always known that you've known. And like, these two orderlies come over and he's like, get him out of here. What is this, and an episode like, of Friends? Old. Oh, but you didn't it's know like, that I knew that you knew that I knew. Fuck you. But it was like an episode of Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> it was so weird. And these orderlies come over and Bruce is like, get him out of here. And Penguin's like, but they said you couldn't talk. It was so weird. Anyway, Batman and Superman, you're basic and you're crazy and you hit a thousand and you're still crazy. Well, there you go. Did you read any other DC books? I did not. Um, I read Heroes in Crisis 7 and I just want to say that the cover is Superman flying to Sanctuary yelling, Enough of this! And that doesn't happen anywhere in the book. Superman's not even in the book. So DC, again, with your covers, you're killing me. Oh, the cover of Superman is Amanda Wallace going, I know all your secrets. (laughs) Like in a big bubble letter. Don't put bubble letters on the cover. Like that's dumb. Speech balloons? Yeah, speech balloons. Like I don't like that. I love that. I think it's comic booky. But it's like, but then it's like supposed to be this serious story. But then the cover, that's like, what is this? An Archie's comic? Oh, maybe he'll call. Like, that's the kind of, like, it's so, like, it's dumb. Yeah, typically when it's done, it's done like in a meta kind of self-parody. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Good Lord. All right, DC. Oh, my God. Your shows are so good. Um, Speaking of shows, so I'm not caught up on Doom Patrol yet, but I understand that you told me that there's going to be a certain character premiering next week and that I need to catch up like, no, 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 now. 
Yeah, because each one is called Doom. Like the titles of the episodes are always like Doom something, Doom something else. And this one's called Doom Danny. Oh, my God. And it says, and it just says the the group encounters a sentient gender fluid. No, it's <gasps> no, it like encounter a sentient gender fluid street. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. So it's Danny Did, the street. I never in a million years thought that we were going to see Danny the street on TV. Why? I, That's literally like if anyone told you what it was, you would have to write about it. Like, oh, absolutely. That's true. Oh my God! Do you think he's gonna speak Polari? I don't. Well, I don't know whether he's gonna speak or if it's just gonna be through signs. You know what I mean? Yeah, but his signs will just be in Polari. Who knows? Were, no, in the book, in the book, he spoke through signs. Okay. He never. There was never any uh, bubble Talking. letters for Danny. Yeah. I know your secrets. I know your secrets. Well, you need I'm to Amanda catch up because this last episode is group therapy. Oh God, I love this show. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. Um, before we get into the Marvel comics, uh, I wanted to talk about a book that I picked up from C2E2 that came out in 2017 that I adored. What? Uh, put out by Action Lab Comics. I think a lot of people have heard of this one. It is called Spencer and Locke. It is a neo-noir police thriller starring um, a detective, Locke, and his best friend, Spencer, who is an imaginary talking panther. Mm. With a button for an eye. So um, you meet, it's basically Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, the beginning oh, is very cool. Calvin and Hobbes. It's a a little boy with his imaginary panther, Spencer. Uh, and then they cut to the boy grown up. He's a detective, and his partner is the panther grown up. Um, when you see it from Locke's perspective, when you see it from another person's perspective, uh, it is the detective carrying around a stuffed animal panther, ratty old panther with a button for an eye. Oh, I love it. It's amazing. Um, it's very gritty uh, in that noirish kind of way. It's very violent. Um, but it keeps cutting to uh, Calvin and Hobbes style comic strips that depict our main character's childhood, which was provingly tra- traumatic. Uh, maybe that's the reason he is talking to a stuffed animal while he's on whatever case he's on. Um, but it's a self-contained story over four issues collected, uh, issues one through four, basically about a cop uh, who was traumatized um, and to this day, uh, speaks to his imagine works with, his partners with, his imaginary friend, uh, fellow detective. Um, highly recommend it. It is the creative team is, pardon me one moment. It is written by David Pepo, uh, Pepos, Pepos, P-E-P-O-S-E, David Pepos, Pepos. Art by Jorge Santiago Jr. Again, put out by Action Lab Comics, Pence, Spencer, and Locke. Um, I... I dig it a lot. I did some research. Uh, I did not know about the book when it came out in 2017. I did some research. It was announced that there was a sequel that was coming out in 2019, or but I um, even saw some reports that said 2018, but I don't think there's a, a sequel out just yet. Also read that the film rights were purchased, and this could be coming to a screen near us quite soon. 
possibly on one of the 77 million streaming platforms that exist. Hmm. But yeah, Spencer and Locke, I highly recommend it. It's just a really fucked up kind of story that uses Calvin and Hobbes in a really <laughs> deranged way. I feel like it's really pushing the boundaries of wanting to be sued. It really is pushing the boundaries of wanting to be sued because there is, make no mis- Oh, the, even- um, Well, Locke, it's like Hobbes, box. Locke. Like it's doing oh, different absolutely. philosophers, Panther, yep. Tiger. And um, in the flashbacks, done like comic strips or you know, comic panels anyway, it says Spencer and Locke. It has a title and it's, it's in the same font as Calvin and Hobbes. Mm. So it's, it's parody. You can get away with it. It's parody. Hope he has a good lawyer. I know I don't. Let's talk about some X-Men. Let's talk about some X-Men. Um, so the big th- three books that came out are X-Force 5 by Ed Brisson and Damian Cusiero, Mr. and Mrs. X number 9 by Kelly Thompson and o- Oscar Basildua, and Extremists number 2 by Leigh Williams and Hor- George Genti. Yen- yes. What do you want to start with? Let's start with the, the the Age of X-Men world. Okay. Um so this series Extremists kind of it kind of focuses on a different character every issue. Kind of heavies up on one character every issue. This is our Psylocke issue. Mhm. The first issue was our um Well, I think it maybe was just a team issue. Uh, but this one, <laughs> I feel like it did focus on one character. I can't think of who. Uh, but this one is very much a Psylocke book. Um, as is as it is very much a Fred Dukes, a.k.a. The Blob book. But it's told from Psylocke's point of view. Mm-hmm. And Psylocke realizes that he wants to bone her. She hears his thoughts that he's attracted to her. And when the team is not looking, the team being North Star, Iceman, the awful Moneta, um, the Blob, uh, and Jubilee. Um, when the team is off doing something else, she confronts the Blob. and says, I know you like me. I can turn off the part of your brain that likes me. And then he just calls out sick for a week and then lets her know that he doesn't want it turned off. He sends her a note. That says, Betsy, I don't want to forget. Forgive me, Fred. And here's my problem. All these books are just telling the same story. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it is this whole... I mean, every book is forbidden love. I'm kind of bored by it. Yeah. Let's have some fighting. And I... Who would have thought I would be the one saying that? I usually love all the drama. But it's the same drama. Like I'd yeah. rather dig into a sep- dig into like the Cuckoo sisters not be able to be together because being sisters is like not a thing. Like go into other aspects besides the love thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, in this though, I do like that it kind of, I, I, like I felt like Betsy has been really neutered in this world, and her. So basically, this issue ends with her visiting Fred. Fred pouring and notice after this issue, I'm no longer calling him the blob. 
Fred pouring his heart out, um, saying why he doesn't forget in a very beautifully written monologue. Um, and then Betsy kind of crawling across the table, um, connecting with him and seducing him. Mm-hmm. And you just get the sense that Betsy misses the... The attention. The, the passion. The, the, well, I was going to say the it's passion. The attention. The, the <laughs> attention. Hey. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, Betsy's, you know, Betsy's kind of a little, she, she's an animal. Betsy's a beast, man. Betsy, like, she likes violence. She likes sex. Well, honey, her you last know? boyfriend was Sabretooth, right? And Angel? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, Sabretooth and Angel Beth- were her last boyfriends? Like, I wouldn't want to follow that. And then she's following it up with the blob? Fucking, that's the other thing that's pissing me off. Well, it's not, I, so it's more like she's kind of like, it's the moth to the flame analogy. That's I mean, I get it. She's All attracted. the other, to the only straight person on the team. Well, she's attracted to the only attraction. Or the, she's attracted to the only emotion happening around her. I did like the whole, the girl that they're holding hostage who's pregnant gave like a Jodie like. Foster accused speech to jubilee we're like you know yeah. what and yo you're worse <laughs> yeah. you're worse and like they're both they're both um japanese i think i think like the yeah. right lady is japanese also so like one japanese like american woman to another japanese american woman well, yes, no, Jub- jubilee is chinese oh i'm so sorry oh my god yes here i am saying japanese damn it groovy i know jubilation is chinese don't tell me Anyway, well, you, for that. I had to tell you. You're right. You're right. All right. Well, let's um, just. So whatever. I'm kind of. I'm kind of annoyed by this, and just want the new. Yeah. World. The House of X stuff. One thing I do like, though, is I'm kind of fascinated by the fact that North Star is always reading. Mm-hmm. He's always hiding behind a book or a newspaper. He's looking I at think porn. We're get, all right. I think we're going to get a big North Star payoff. I think I think North Star is going to be busting out of some Age of X closets real soon. Yeah. And I just want him and Iceman to get together. I think they will. Or, I mean, there's going to be something about North Star and Iceman. There's there's a reason they're on this team together in mm-hmm. this concept. There's a reason. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get together. Like, I don't think Kyle is going anywhere. But I think they are going to connect in some way. Fuck Kyle. To, around. <gasps> I know. Let's kill him off. <laughs> Let's talk about X-Force. How would we kill off Kyle? Oh my God. <laughs> I only think of really evil ways. Yeah. Know what it is? Dakin sneaks into his apartment, switches out his prep with a dyed blue baby aspirin <laughs> and on a jaunty trip to fire island kyle gets sick and dies and eaten by a shark yeah he gets eaten by a shark so then it's like oh it didn't even what well, had nothing to do with the prep uh, what a waste <laughs> anyway uh let's back into the real world X-Force number five, Ed Britta. We finally kind of so, see where this sort of where this cable comes from, which I still don't fully get. 
this cable comes from the future that was created. So this is all very confusing. This cable comes from the future that is created by the teenage X-Men never going back to their place. So he has to go back, bring the teenage X-Men back to their time, which he does in Extermination, to avoid the timeline he's from and set the timeline back on the path that was supposed to be on. But, but here's, never coming. here's what I don't understand about all this time shit. Is, so he was just regular cable until this anomaly happened. Which then led him... I, because then if that's true, if then he then went back in time, then I don't understand why then any of the things the real cable did wouldn't have happened. Right. And then how does he know so much about all the other ex-people if he just then went right back in time to stop that particular thing? So I'm just confused about a lot right. of things. Yeah, I mean, when he showed up in Extermination, it was like, oh, wow, you've been studying this for a really long time. You really know your stuff. Here, it's like, I don't know, go, do something. Yeah, and then apparently this is the same guy who was raped, because when there's like Gene Gray and Cyclops, he's like, oh, that's your real mother and father. That's red, slim and red. So like, that's right. all still real, which is why he's connected to Rachel, because the Ascani thing is still real. So I'm just, that's the thing. Rick and Morty, the Rick and Morty creators, Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon, said the surefire way to jump the shark is to start doing time travel because you will dig yeah. yourself into a hole. And I feel like even though Cable is all about time travel, it's just too complicated and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And remember when I thought X-Force was just going to be this fun book about like Cannonball and Boom Boom? Nope. <laughs> Like, I don't care about this bullshit strife cable follow-up to the extermination and explain that. I don't need that explained. All right, we ended it. That was enough for me. Thank you so much. Yeah, do a, a different end. story without don't Rachel. I don't want to revisit. I don't want to revisit this shit. Because the next thing you know, we're going to get Wizard Iceman and that horrible Mystique Wolverine thing back. I don't want that. No, Wizard Iceman is dead. Gene was Zorn. I know. I, but all of this. All of this. It's giving me a splitting headache. <laughs> but on the other side, we have Mr. and Mrs. X. I loved this book. It's great. So much. So much because it dove into Rogue Psyche. It fucking figured her out. Kelly Thompson does it again. Figures out Rogue. Fixes her powers. I think once and for all. Hopefully. Hopefully. Got to the heart of what has been Rogue's issue this whole time. And, and honed in on kind of a weird moment from our golden heyday of X-Men books right around the Outback period and really said, uh, let's not ignore this thing that happened and made it important and made it matter. And what I'm referring to is the storyline the first time we ever met Genosha, which was right after, you know, kind of fall of the mutants, Outback stuff. Yeah, or with Wolf her and Wolverine. And Wolverine, where they lost their powers. Yeah. And they were prisoners in Genosha. 
Talk and about Rogue, a deep cut. Rogue was raped. They said it then. She was sexually assaulted. They said it in that issue. They said that some of the guards got a little fresh with their hands or something. I'll always remember that panel because I remember being like young enough that it took me a second to put two and two together. And then I realized what they were saying with a panel of her beautifully drawn by Mark Silvestri, uh, fetal holding herself laying down after she was assaulted because she, she finally could touch people. And that's what happens. Jesus Kelly Thompson dove the fuck into that moment. Yeah, it's dark. thousand percent here for it. Yeah, it's great. And she says Rogue has been a creature of fear this whole time, ruled by fear, and it's fear that prevents her from using her powers. Boom, done. Great, good, love it. Fear is what's prevented me from being my full self, too, everybody. <laughs> Get in line, Rogue. <laughs> yeah, it's rogue, great. Rogue, more like relatable. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that one's amazing. And now it looks like it's uh, ready to move on to a new plot. Please, I'm done with Mojo. Please, God, yes. Actually, the book is ending. Oh, it's uh, uh, when is it ending? How many more issues? I think, I think next issue. But where is she going to be? Uh, right? Is she going to be in House of... Off with the Shi'ar... Because, yeah, her and Gambit are nowhere in any of these books. Neither Psylocke. What if she runs away with Fred Dukes? And then is just gone? I literally will commit suicide. (laughs) I will be so (laughs) upset. I will be so upset. Can you imagine? How did they write off Psylocke? She fell in love with the blob. And hey, ran off. Why not? But I was I like, who it. fucking hates her? <laughs> like, Jesus. Or who loves him? I mean, hello, she just turned white. Let's fucking dive into that <laughs> shit. Plus, they can't get rid of her because it looks like Revanche is showing up in the Uncanny X-Men. Yeah, right? Doesn't yeah. it? Because, yeah, it lo- you see the eight, like, the Revanche shows up. And, like, future issues you see her on covers. So I did see that. Anyway, what is that? Is that all the comics? I think so. I did read Amazing Spider-Man and Fantastic Four. I read Amazing Spider-Man as well. That one's fun. It's it's still like it basically was like a setup issue. Um. Yeah, I really like the. So it's the storyline of everyone being hunted in Central Park. Yeah, all the animal people. And I like that the robots hunting them are actually rich people with yeah. VR helmets on. And I like that. Who doesn't like shitty rich people as the bad guys? I also love that Black Cat was so offended that she was like the bait. Yeah. Where she's like, wait, I'm the damsel? Oh, fuck you. How dare you? Yeah. She's great. Yeah. And uh, he also had that weird vision of Mary Jane being murdered. Yeah, so I feel like you're one issue behind. This was the... Did you see the issue where they were actually hunted? Oh, no. I guess I didn't read the latest one. I read the one yeah. before. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, that just came out. Yep, yep. Um, no, but yeah, so it, what, they, they actually go on the hunt, and they're being those things that show up at the end are craven robots. 
Um, and they reveal that the robots are being piloted by rich people at a party. Yeah, I mean, um, I assumed ar- it was the rich people, but I thought it, I thought it was really them. But I like that it's VR. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, and the scenes with them doing it are just so fucked up. Like, oh, I killed a man. My goodness, did you see that, honey? I killed a man. Did any very, like very did people. any main char- did any like major characters get killed? Just no characters get killed, but like the 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 bottom tier, like the ones I'm like I don't even know who these people are. They look like animals, but I don't know who they are. Ah, and then Fantastic Four was uh, was fun. It's about how he sentenced them to death. Yes. And basically, yes, I he, read that last issue. He had each of them in a chamber to like nullify their powers. And it was kind of a setup where you're like, I know where this is going. But with uh, Invisible Woman, he's like, I just, this thing has a sound wave, so you can't use your, uh, your like a, a shield, th- like, what is it? The force. Tele- force the field. force field things and he's like because you know that's the only part of your power that is a threat to me so i was like oh i see what's going on here so she can still t- become invisible but he's like that's not a threat to me right so right when he's about to execute all of them she makes the button <laughs> that he has to press disappear <laughs> and turns it invisible he's like he's like where is it and she's like oh he said i this didn't threaten you (laughs) yeah but doesn't he generally know what the button is (laughs) can he just be like i think it was right around here oh there it is i i yeah i mean let's just work with it (laughs) it's just fine if there's if there's uh, one of us underground across the entire entire country (laughs) doom forgot where the button is (laughs) anyway that one's okay I love Sue. God, don't, I, I mean, who doesn't love Sue? Love me some Sue. Especially Jessica Alba. No. Remember that scene where um, Christian from um, uh, Nip Tuck was Dr. Doom and Jessica Alba was Sue Storm? And he looks at her and he goes, oh, come on, Susan. Let's not fight. And she goes, no, let's. <laughs> and uses her power like in a really weird way, like a torso wave. Yeah, but because no, it was Jessica Alba, let's. it was more like, no, let's. No, let's is the, do you know what happens to a toad when he's struck by lightning of the Fantastic Four genre? <laughs> Both fucks. Um, yeah. Well. So I'm very excited. Yeah, me too. Because we, we've got an exclusive. We've got a CBQ exclusive yeah, here it, on the show. And the movie isn't coming out for a couple months. It was June, you said? June. Dark Phoenix comes out in June. However, we have got a scene from the movie. All right. That's right. So it's, let me set the scene. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm so excited for this. We actually yeah. haven't even listened to it. We agreed that we would listen to it on air together for the first time. Um, this is a scene as I, as the studio has written it out, um, Charles Xavier is hesitantly trying to bond, uh, with a very traumatized Jean Grey. It seems something has changed in her since their battle with Apocalypse and since this incident, which happens in space, um, 
So this is coming right out of the incident in space. They're back for the first time at the mansion. And Charles is just getting Gene to enjoy a normal, everyday teenage girl life. Should I roll the clip? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, a Dark Phoenix exclusive. Gene, I made you waffles. Oh, waffles? Let me open up this chair. I mean, chair. I hope that those waffles are gluten-free. They are. Gene. Thank God. I wish you would use your hand when you pull out the chair before you sit down to the table. There's no need for such a display of power. But this isn't a display of my power. This is just like you picking your nose. This is just me just thinking. Like, look at that. Do you see that toaster over there? Yes. Well, watch what happens when I just blink. Ding! My God, it's a woman! Yes, and now, ding! (gasps) My God, it's marble. And now, ding! My God, it's beautiful. And now back to- Please restore it back to a toaster. All right, back to a toaster, God. Are we the only ones that are gonna be eating here? Cause this is like super creepy. Just to let you know. Gene, listen to me. What? I don't want you to use syrup. What? I want you to try. Gene, just listen to my voice. I want the syrup. I want you to try honey instead. Honey, but I want log cabin. Gene. Just focus on your breathing. I don't think I can do this. I don't Look think I can handle eye. this. I want Lock Cabin syrup. Gene, uh, I want you to try organic honey. I don't want honey. the honey. Stay back, Gene. I don't want Earth honey. Control. I will take the honey and I will turn it into this. Ding! <gasps> My God. It's real maple syrup. <gasps> This stuff is expensive. That's right. Triple amber. And I'm pouring it all over my waffles. Gene, be careful. That that stuff is $18 a cup. Gene. My God, the syrup has landed on me. Gene, Gene, let me go. Oh, yeah? Maybe it will be covering you, too. Oh, oh, it's all over my body. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This waffle, you tricked me. There is gluten in it. There's gluten. That's right, Doc Phoenix. Hank, now. Hey, sorry about that. Hi, it's me, the old gardener. Hank is uh, busy right now, but I thought I'd come in to see if you need anything. Me, good old Stanley, I mean, gardener. Hello, sir. No, but thank you 
thank you for your service. Dun dun dun! Wow. Oh my that god! Wow! That is amazing. And that it is has. Amazing. I wonder if that's the last appearance of Stan Lee in a movie. Yeah. Wow! Wow! I, I wonder. I wonder if like Big Honey sponsored it. I, well, I feel in the end, Honey or Log Cabin. Do you think it was more a pro syrup or pro oh, honey yeah. scene? I actually, I heard that. Um, uh, Big Syrup, um, Big Maple got involved, and that was the reason for the reshoots. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That makes sense. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm hungry. Me too. I think we should yeah. get some waffles. I think so too. All right. Just be careful. Make sure you use real maple syrup. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. Was that still the X-Men clip? <laughs> no. It's just me, <laughs> Evil Jeff. Okay. And Brett. Hello. Well, thank you so much, everybody. That was so exciting. Thank you so much for listening to episode 78 of Comic Book Queers. Um, Evil Jeff, where can people find you this week? Where can people find me? <laughs> um, in yeah. my house. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Um, or if you just happen to live in L.A., go to Acme NoHo every Friday night at 9 p.m. and you can see me perform some hilarious improv. That's great. I'm not performing these days. Um, just doing this show. Oh, well, there you go. It's all we got, okay. guys. That's all we got, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, you can find us online. There's sexy pictures of us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Comic Book Queers, just look it up. We are part of the Universe Head Podcast Network. There's so many good shows on universehead.com. If you want to send us money, we prefer cash. And remember, if you read comics, well, my friend, that makes you... Queer. Queer. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.